and welcome to Ghostwriter. I'm your host, Corinne Prevost. This week, we're going to go over Potomac, some of Potomac's businesses, and a little bit about the reunion. Okay, let's start with La Dame Perfume. So at the reunion, we finally got to, it was revealed, which retail location that this would be available at. And she said it would be available at Bloomingdale. So I was like, okay. So I go over to Bloomingdale's.com, guys. There is no LaDom to be found anywhere on Bloomingdale's.com. It's not in existence there. So then I went to the LaDomFragrance.com just to see what's going on over there. Okay, so she is billed as a lifestyle enthusiast, which I love. I want that to be my title. It means nothing and everything at the same time. It's draped in mystery. Uh, I love it. And this fragrance is said to mold memories and evoke emotion. Okay. How do you mold memories with a perfume? I don't know. It sounds seems like that would be a perfume that your mom wore for years and that can evoke emotion, evoke memories, but not a brand new one. But okay. And her goal and mission is to create affordable lifestyle, luxury lifestyle products. There are zero reviews on her website for La Dame Perfume, and a the large bottle we saw at her reveal party is $80. Okay, so the website looks really fake, budget, many grammatical errors in the copywriting. It's not great. And then I thought maybe Karen got confused, and she confused Bloomingdale's for Amazon, so I went on Amazon to see what was going on with La Dame Perfume. Okay, so it has one star and one review, and the review says, fake. Must be hard when you only had that one bottle. Okay. Um, If you want to buy it on Amazon, I'm sorry to report that it is currently unavailable. And on the website, it says, we don't know when or if this item will be back in stock. Okay. Guys, what's going on here? I mean, if there was a time to stock this perfume on Amazon, it's right when the season finale comes out and the reunion's coming out and you're bragging and bragging and bragging about your fragrance. And this is such, you know, the type of thing that like hardcore fans will just buy as a gag gift for their friends for a bachelorette party for a birthday. Like how hard is it to stock it on Amazon? I mean, come on. I guess you have to have a fake perfume to lose a fake perfume. So then my theory was that maybe she did an event at Bloomingdale's and that's why she's saying it's stocked at Bloomingdale's, which there is a difference. Having an item... Uh, permanently stocked at Bloomingdale's versus just them hosting you for a little pop-up event is a totally different situation. And sometimes at those pop-up events, if the product does really well, then they will consider stocking it in some stores. Um, So I guess, so then I went on her Facebook page and she did a pop-up at Bloomingdale's as I had suspected at Tyson's Corner. So And then she did one at one other local Bloomingdale's. So I don't know if why she's saying it's stock there. You can't buy it on her website on Amazon or on Bloomingdale's website. So I'm, it's unclear to me where you can buy this product. Oh no, I'm sorry. On her website, you actually can buy it. But when you see this website, I promise you, you're not going to be pulling out your credit card to put your credit card information in there. Everything about this, it doesn't feel like you're going to be getting the bottle. I mean, I don't know. All right. Now, Candace's businesses. This, I had to go deep and really research each one because I was confused because her and Ashley are always going at it. And Ashley Darby told her, you are the least accomplished person on this couch. 
which I was like, okay. And then Candace goes out and starts listing out all her different businesses. So I'm like, okay, let's, let me go to each website. Let's read the reviews. Let's see the price points. Let's see what's going on. And the other thing too is with Housewives is that being involved with the business and creating and launching and owning a business are very different things. I mean, you can just be a silent partner, a silent investor. You can be a brand ambassador. You can be the face of something. It doesn't mean that you created a business and that you own a business. So anyway, Prima Hair. These are by Candace Dillard. So these are hair extensions, pieces you can have sewn in, clip in pieces, all that kind of good stuff. So there is actually no picture of her anywhere on the website, which I'm like, why not? That should be the first thing that you see. When you have Housewives fame, you have to strike while the iron is hot and really try to make the most money you can while you're on the show. So it should be a huge picture of her on the homepage. And there's, I couldn't find one picture of her. Um, the price points are starting at like $73, going up to $350. And I guess she is a co-owner of Prima Hair is what I found listed in another article about her. So I don't know if that's something that she owns with her mother or not. I think that she might own it with her mother or her mother is an investor or backer. And then they have Brazilian, Indian, Peruvian, and European hair, which I found this interesting. All the fake hair I've ever bought is from India. And I thought that was the main place to get fake hair, but I guess, I don't know. I've never heard of this Peruvian and Brazilian, but I'm not, you know, in the hair game like that. Okay. So her second business that she talked about was Chateau Salon Suites that she says is a place in Atlanta, Georgia. Nope. It's in Stockbridge, Georgia, which I think is pretty close to Atlanta, but still she's trying to get the, you know, make it sound a little more upscale by saying it's from Atlanta. So it has a 4.7 out of 5 stars. Not bad. The Facebook page, the pictures on the Facebook page, it looks very low budget. The website is pretty much down. Um, There is a link to Candace's Instagram, which kind of makes no sense because if you go to her Instagram, it's all about her and Real Houses of Potomac. It doesn't have anything to do with Chateau Salon Suite. So why wouldn't they have their own Instagram and link that? And it opened in 2016. I do not think this is the type of establishment that Miss Candace would get her hair done. It looks like the kind of place you could buy that uh, Ashley's Crunchy Rick James wig, maybe. It doesn't really look super upscale. And I went on their Facebook page and just was reading through the comments. I do it so you don't have to. <laughs> and here's one one disgruntled former employee. And this is um, verbatim. Worst place I ever work. Poor management and very unprofessional. I worked there for a year and complained about broken and leaking sink never got fixed. Okay. So they were not feeling the the, uh, establishment. Candace is not mentioned on their website or Facebook page. Again, why? If she owns it and she's going to be the face of it, why not put your face on there? All right. Then we have Candace Dillard Pageant Consulting. There is no website that exists that I can find anywhere for this this business. It is a full service consulting firm. Consulting is one of my favorite uh, job titles because what does it even mean? Oh, I'm a business consultant. Okay. So what, what are you talking about? I'm a pageant. Like, what do you do? Like, are you going with me to the store to get my pageant dress? Are you like sending me like Pinterest boards of hairstyles to wear? Are you teaching me how to walk? I mean, I've heard of walking coaches. I've heard of other, I I just, what are you doing? It's, I don't know. 
And the tagline is created by a pageant girl for pageant girls. And she'll even talk to you and do Skype sessions with you. And they do have a, an Instagram page called Peace, Love, and Pageantry, which I don't know. Doesn't make a ton of sense to me. And then with the whole Ashley versus Candace pageant debate, which I don't know if you guys ever, I'm sure you saw the episode of Watch What Happens Live that they were both on. And they're talking about, you know, whose title is better. Okay, so I had to go deep, go to Wikipedia, go to like the third page of Google and figure out what's going on with these pageants. There are so many pageants and they there's some real janky ones and there are some real upscale ones. The one everyone in this country knows about, whether you're in the pageant world or not, is of course Miss America. And that's the one that Ashley competed in. So she won Miss DC in 2011 and then in 2012 competed in Miss America, which is kind of like maybe the Ferrari of pageants, the most name brand pageant there is. And I remember Andy Cohen saying that that's a pageant that he has hosted before, which I didn't know. And I think that's the one that um, Donald Trump owns part of it. And then Candace. She won Miss United States 2013, which is a little bit of an off-brand pageant. So it's kind of like, you know, did you, you went to Harvard and graduated or you graduated your community college cum laude? You know, it's, you did better at a lower competition. So, all right. So Candace and Ashley, Candace versus Ashley is, is, Riveting. Okay, so Candace has her BA in journalism. She was, and she had listed on a little resume I saw online that she was a marketing assistant for the family business. Marketing assistant, what exactly does that mean for the family business? What family business? Very confusing. I'm wondering if Ashley, I'm sorry, Candace's mom already had the Prima hair, possibly, or had the salon, Chateau Salon Suites, and then brought her in as, as part of her legacy. Um, she also is listed on there that she's an actress, which I don't know if that's ever been mentioned on the show, but she has five IMDb credits and she was even in one, a series, which may have been a web series. It was very unclear. It also says that she started a nonprofit called my sister's keeper. This web, this, my sister's keeper does not seem to have any web presence, any website, any footprints on the interwebs that I can find. Maybe I'll can find it, but Maybe it doesn't exist anymore. I don't know. And then we all know that she worked in the White House with Obama. Not with Obama, but for Obama, during Obama's presidency. Um, And then she was also joined a girl group when she was 15 years old and apparently plays the keyboard with somebody named Blaze. And Blaze is in quotes, so I I don't know what that means or where we can find this Blaze and chat him up. Okay, so then Ashley studied communications at University of Maryland, but I think that she didn't graduate. Like, she went for three years, didn't graduate. Now, University of Maryland is also where Robin and Juan went to school, went to college, and he played basketball for University of Maryland. And a lot of my friends went to University of Maryland. Shout out to Larissa Stahl, because um, it's I grew up, I went to high school in Columbia, Maryland, not too far from Potomac and not too far from University of Maryland. So it was a popular school that a lot of uh, people went to, and it's, it's a good school. Okay. I'll tell you what, my grades would not have gotten me into University of Maryland, so how about that? (laughs) Um, She met Michael her junior year of college, and he gave her an internship at Monument Realty, which I guess is his real estate company, and then when her internship ended, she asked him out and left school and then went on to be Miss DC. Okay, Chris Bassett is from a prominent family, is 
what Candace and her mom are saying. Miss Dorothy, this is what Miss Dorothy is saying. So it's very debatable whether or not he is the owner of Myron Mixon Barbecue. Is he the owner? Is he part owner? Is he an investor? I mean, my husband and I are involved with a restaurant in North Carolina called Picnic, but we're not the owners and we don't, we were silent. You know, we, we're not involved in the decision making. It's just, I don't know. I kind of get on my nerves when people try to overstate their their part in a business venture when they're not the ones really financing it or doing the hard work. So I don't really know. Some some list him as a co-owner, some list him as a manager, and somewhere he lists it as just an owner. So we'll see. Um, and he also has on his Twitter, it says reality TV minion, which I love. I think that's so cute and funny. And he's just making fun of the whole situation. So then I go over to chrisbassett.com. Tell me why Chris Bassett has the best website of anybody on Potomac. Okay, guys. Um, his website is actually really professional, really well done. Whoever's doing the writing for it, it's great. It has great cocktail recipes. Um, I didn't realize that he, okay, so he graduated from West Potomac High School, worked in a bunch of, moved to Florida, worked in a bunch of Florida restaurants. Then he moved to Miami to go to Le Cordon Bleu in Miami. So he is really, truly a trained chef. Um, and then he's working on his cookbook, Cooking with Spirit, that is going to highlight his love of food and cocktails. You know what? I mean, I love cookbooks. I don't really cook a lot. My husband does, but um, I just love to look through them. And I will definitely be buying Cooking with Spirit. I hope it comes out a little sooner than that toaster oven cookbook that we are still waiting on. And you can also hire him to do restaurant and bar menu consulting. And um, you guys, his website is great. Go check out his website. It's. I'm trying to figure out what family, this prominent family he's from, on the reunion um robin dixon asked oh is the family is it bassett furniture and candace said no it's not bassett furniture but what is it i've searched and searched and the only thing is that maybe perhaps it's something to do with real estate his family has some kind of real estate business but i'm not really sure okay so then i was like let's check on on giselle let's see what's going on with every hue beauty so i go to that website they are sold out of almost all foundations. Guys, what while here's a hot tip for housewives. While your franchise, your city is airing, that is the time to have inventory. You need it on Amazon, you need it on your website, wherever stock up, stock up. That's when people are thinking about you. That's when you can sell your products. I mean, has Bethany taught you nothing? She paved the way for you, but she can't carry you on her back and hold your hand every step of the way. You can't sell things if you don't have them. That is, I didn't go to Harvard Business School, but that is Business 101. You can't sell things if you have zero inventory. It's not possible. So then, you know, she's talking so much garbage about Karen and Karen doesn't really have a perfume and maybe Karen has investors or maybe Karen's co-owner or blah, 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 blah. And then come to find out she's one of four partners on her, um, on her Every Hue Beauty. So, and I totally forgot that her partner, one of her partners was Erica Lyles, which is the beautiful woman that Giselle accused Ray of like lusting after and when she was yelling at Karen, she's like, oh, yeah, whenever your husband Ray sees Erica Lyles, he's chasing her around the party and he leaves you in the dust. I mean, yikes. I wish we could circle back on that and talk to Ray about that. Maybe at the reunion someone will ask that. And you can buy every hue um, at Target and on the Target.com. 
and they don't have the whole full range. But Target's always sold out of stuff. That's one thing I can't stand about Target. But they have they have some of the stuff. And the reviews are mixed, but it seems to be the reviews are pretty good. But I don't know why she's acting like she came up with this concept of making foundations for every color. A million years ago, I used to work at Ulta in the makeup section. And at that time, this is a long time ago, they uh, sold Iman. And she was one of the first people to come up with a makeup line for all skin colors and African-American skin colors. And then obviously the person that's doing this the best and actually killing it is, of course, Rihanna. Which I haven't bought any of her Fenty stuff yet, but I would like to. And then um, then I went to check up on Monique. And what's Monique doing? Still her Not For Lazy Moms. Go on that website. That website's very confusing. There's a lot of information on there. I'm not sure. So they, she has her podcast, which I've never listened to. She has a blog that's kind of like mommy-related issues. And then, of course, she's selling essential oils on there, her Living Young Essential Oils. And you can also join her team, I guess. It's, that's also, pardon me, that's also quite confusing. Speaking of MLMs, I'm obsessed with them. I find them very interesting. I don't know if you guys all saw this. It was going around on like Facebook and the internet a few weeks ago, but Vice did this little like mini 30 minute documentary called Why Women Are Quitting Their Side Hustle, Leaving LuLaRoe. And you know, LuLaRoe is that like tacky leggings brand and they have tons of lawsuits against them. And just apparently these pants were just splitting in the crotch and every, all the mom's crotches were hanging out and they were getting mad. Um, anyway, I don't like those kind of loud prints. I like to just wear black pants. Okay. Unless you're super thin. I don't know that those look the best, but anyway, that's a really good documentary. And then there's another one I saw a few years ago called betting on zero. And it's all about Herbalife. And that's a documentary on Netflix that is really fascinating. And it's all about how Herbalife kind of targets Hispanics and people that are not legal in this country and low income people. And then, um, which reminds me, which I thought about this because I was watching my one of my new favorite shows, scripted shows, on being a god in Central Florida with Kirsten Dunst. I talked about it last week. And in it, he goes to like a really poor, her one of her uh, downline, downline guys goes to a really poor church and convinces everyone, all the Hispanics in the church, that um, they need to, you know, join his team and... And uh, start selling, what are they selling? Oh, FAM, FAM products, which are just like toilet paper and, you know, cleaning products and all, all kinds of home products. Okay. And then also the last one is the Dream Podcast, which kind of goes back in time to when, you know, pyramid schemes first began in this country and how they gained popularity and they talk to all different types of people. It's very fascinating. Okay. So then I went on bravotv.com and I was checking out the after show. If you have the time and you're really into it, I mean, Bravo has so much extra content on the website. It's fascinating. And so Monique and Ashley are talking about Giselle and how she wanted to get off that horse when they were in the Cayman Islands. (laughs) And then Monique says, that's why she can't keep a man because she's not comfortable on a stallion and you have to be comfortable on a stallion. Okay, then. Pretty funny. And then, okay, back to the reunion. I don't understand Ashley's hair situation at the reunion. It fe- I keep going back and forth if it's like her real hair or not her real hair. I don't think it's a wig because it feels like it's at least two pieces. But the pieces, I, it's like a mullet. Like for some reason, 
it sticks straight on the bottom and then there's like it's short on top with this wave. When the camera comes to the side angle, I even got more perplexed about what could possibly be happening. It really is kind of like a dead possum on there. I don't know what it is. It, it's We have two more episodes of the reunion, luckily, to really figure out what's going on. But it's kind of like a very upscale mullet. Um, I, I would think that after you were dragged for that crazy Rick James wig that you would maybe just really come correct with your hair at the reunion. That's your time to shine and really, you know, and also Ashley looks gorgeous with her natural hair as well. So I don't know why she decided on a mullet or the hairstylist didn't like her or what happened. And Candace's mom, oh my God. I mean, Candace's mom is an awful human being, but also a star. So she says that she's so full of baloney and they went bananas with that highlighter on her face. Holy Christmas. So Candace's mom says that she wanted to be surprised at the wedding by her um, ex-husband's illegitimate son just being there. I mean, no. And that is just all the way nasty. That little boy, that I means not a little boy anymore. He's an adult now, but that's not his fault. He wants, and Candace wants to have a relationship with her half-brother. Let her have a relationship. Stop being so evil. But then, on the other hand, I do feel like all Candace does is complain about all the control her mother has over her. And if you don't want your mother to have control over you, then go off on your own, make your own money, do your own thing. Like you can't have it both ways. And then she complains and says it's her birthright and her legacy. So which one is it? Either you have to shut up and play ball with your mom if you want her to pay for everything. Or then if you don't want to be involved with her, then get your own house, get your own businesses, get your own money, get your own life. And then then you, she can't tell you what to do. Pay for your own wedding. I mean, come on. So she really teeters on that line and then gets very defensive about it. And, you know, no one brought it up. There's, I don't think there's anything wrong with your mom. If your mom wants to pay for your wedding and pay for your house, hell, if somebody wants to come over here and pay for us, we're, we'll take it. But you also can't bitch and complain every second about it either. I mean, come on. Um, But... Oh my God, that whole reenactment of the purse. I don't think I've ever seen Ashley Darby laugh so hard when she's watching Miss Dorothy out there showing how she whacked her. Ugh. And then Miss Dorothy says, I made Candace the person she is today. Okay, I mean, I don't know that I would necessarily be trying to take credit for that. She's someone who chases people around your house with butter knives. I mean, that's what you made. I mean, I believe that that is the person that you made. I 100% believe that, but that's not really something to be so proud of. Um, and she bumped her head into my purse. I want to get a t-shirt that says she bumped her head into my purse. That's amazing. Um, is like Dorothy's mom cut from the same cloth as Candy on Real Housewives of Atlanta's mom? I mean, those two are just like two peas in a pod. They want to fight people, but at least, <laughs> at least Candy's mom wants to fight other people, not her own actual daughter. I mean, damn. Um, and her mom says, y'all know Candace now. I mean, she's a drama queen. So, oh my God. I mean, that, she's not wrong about that, but you guys are both violent. Well, you're, you have a weapon. You, I mean, they just can find a weapon out of anything, you know, purses, knives, cutlery, whatever. And she said, her mom said, we have different perspectives. And Candace goes, well, my perspective is a welt on my head. <laughs> I mean, I don't, it's not funny. Violence is not, is, is not funny guys. It's really not. But, um, just what she said is funny. But, um, I wonder if she really did have a welt on her head because that, that's, that is terrible. 
And what is the big damn mystery about what company does Chris's family own? If Chris is from such a prominent family, then is he paying child support for all these kids? Can I, I'm trying to find information on that online, and I, it's very difficult. It's like, how many kids does he have from how many moms? I think it's, I think it's three kids from two moms, and. Was he married to these moms? I don't think so. I mean, it's really, I'm still researching, so I'll get back to you and I can get some better information. But is if his family is so prominent, then wouldn't they be able to help him, like, sue these moms or somehow get some kind of visitation or ability to see his children? It, it, this just doesn't really make sense. So then why, if his family is so prominent, then why can't they go and buy a $2 million house or why can't they live in even a $1 million house or a half million dollar house that does not involve the mother? Why don't, why don't Candace and her mom just rent that house out, you know, and make it an investment property and then use all their oodles of money to buy their own place? I mean, I, there's there, it's too much. And I really want to know what, what company this family owns and I can't, I just can't find it anywhere. Anyway, guys, let me tell you about something I recently bought on Amazon that has changed my life kind of for the better, and it's kind of ruining my life as well. I bought the karaoke microphone, and I think I talked about this before. I'm singing every single day, and I thought that I sounded pretty good, and I'm singing by my by myself in my house, guys. This is like completely sober, but then yesterday, I put on headphones to just hear what I sounded like. It's not good. Like now I understand why my husband didn't want me to get this microphone. It's not good. Even like the best song that I I thought sounded it sounds terrible. So I'm not gonna stop singing. But this is like the gift. For $30, this gift has brought me so much joy. It's so fun to bring away for girls' trips, bachelorette parties, all that kind of jazz. It's the best. And then I'm looking for like a karaoke app or you can go on there and you know, whatever, all the songs are listed for you. And can someone that makes apps just make a good karaoke app? Because they're all honestly terrible. So I don't want to like join a karaoke community and meet other karaoke people. I mean, I, I'm not going to be a 90 day fiance and, you know, move to London with someone who starts bar fights. That's just not what I'm looking for. But I went on this one and it's a pretty good karaoke app. It, oh, it was called the voice from that show, the voice. Okay. And I'm on there singing, and I don't do duets. I, I mean, occasionally I do duets. But when I'm singing by myself, I sing every part. I sing the girl part, the guy part, the harmony. I just want to be singing, so I, I sing every part. So I'm on there singing, and I, like, messed up, and I didn't know, you know, how that part went. And then all of a sudden, a man's voice starts coming out of my, my, my speaker on my mic, and... I'm doing a duet with somebody in freaking Europe. How did that happen? I don't, every time these, these apps, these karaoke apps are crazy. And like my husband's making dinner and I'm sitting at the counter singing and we're both like, who the hell is that? And then we realize I'm in a duet. So I have to put a sticker over the camera on my phone. Cause I'm like, can they see me in other countries? Am I in the feed? I mean, I want to do, this is a solo endeavor. I'm not trying to be broadcasting this all over the internet and all internet. I don't want to go international here. Okay. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I have to go guys. And next week I want to talk about Dallas because Dallas is absolutely incredible right now and I'm so excited for the reunions and I'm just loving 
everything Bravo right now. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and have a great weekend. Bye.